I like that one. Yeah. You are listening to the Lost Minds. You see it goes there. You are listening to the Lost Minds podcast. Let's get this session started with a deep breathing exercise. And by deep breathing exercise, I mean. I think so. Let me see. Talking to it, is it sound look and sound normal? Sounds normal enough. Sounds good over here. That's barely hitting the green. Is that all right? Yeah, it looks perfect. Who hitting the green? Hitting the green. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We are about to hit the green. And not by not golfing, right? No. Oh, dude, we really do need to hit the range, though. Hit the that green. Sounds range. fun. We need to go to uh, Top Golf. Isn't that shit expensive? It's fucking awesome, is what it is. I heard it was like super expensive, like forty dollars a person or something. No, mm, if it's just two of you, maybe. No, if you have like a group of four people, you could literally pay for an hour between all four of you. For how much? Um, I think like forty bucks. Forty dollars for four of you for an hour. No, not each. No, no, no. Total forty dollars for four people for one hour. For so it's like ten dollars an hour. One person up to like six or eight. So you can get eight people for forty dollars an hour. Yep. And when there's a lot of people, you pay just for yourself too. You get like a card, and it's like a little top golf. Cr- yeah, well, credit that's card. that's the initial you payment. Put, put your coins on it and shit. So like the basically. membership. Oh, because like, can't you put money on it and like swipe the oh, machine? Yeah. yeah, and then like it puts your total on the thing, so you can be playing. Your friends could have more money than you, and. You'll be out of money and you just sit on the sidelines. Watch. Yep. It's pretty cool, though. It's really cool, actually. <laughs> does that whole thing light up? Like, if you hit a, a golf ball into the circle, it's does already it light up? Light, litting up. Oh. Do you, so you see the ball go into the big circle or what? You just got to keep your eye on it. Yeah. Mm, keep your eye on the ball. At night, keep your eye on the ball. You can tell. It's cool. That's pretty cool. all crunk. Do they have glow in the dark balls? Like, so at night I you don't can see think them? So. That'd be pretty neato if they had them. cool, actually. Glow in the dark ones? Yeah. Golf, golf balls. Want to hear a cool story? Sure. I don't got one. Oh, I got a pretty good dude, one. Hold on, no. That will say, yeah, okay. Because I was going to say, I, I got clickbaited by someone today, and then I even wrote it down. I was like, dude, that's like clickbait. That's how people are at my work. They tell stories. So this girl's like, hey, I, someone just totally got shot in my neighborhood or whatever. This cute little kid got shot. And I was like, what the heck? Like, right by your house, whatever? Well, not in my neighborhood. It was like the neighborhood down the way, like in across the street. In another country. Yeah, was, so it wasn't in your neighborhood. No, no, no. And I'm like, he got shot. Or he, I don't think he died, but yeah, he got shot. I'm like, this story is getting worse. Like, as yeah. it's like going out. I mean, it sucks that someone got shot. It yeah, wasn't but, really a real gun. It was a BB gun. Like, and, you get clickbaited, dude. Most likely. People do that shit in real paintball life. gun. <laughs> it was powerful enough to make the kid cry a little bit. He bled a little. See, that's why I'm like, damn, all the people that are like, anytime someone's like, I got a cool story. Like, Take that story and show it. But you said, I want to hear your story then. Oh, so my, it's a nerd story. But oh, it, so here, so this it, is exactly a, what I'm talking it's about. It's a gamer story. It's pretty go. good though. All right, so Saturday, I'm sitting there. I got online. No, no nobody else is online. I'm fucked. Yeah, I feel Saturday, like a Saturday night. You know I feel right? like, yeah, Saturday night. I feel like a complete douche because I'm the only one on the internet fucking playing video games. So nobody's getting online. I don't want to play any of the competitive games because I suck playing by myself. 
And I'm like looking through my Steam library and I find this game that I bought like two years ago that was in early access. And it's been being updated lately, so like I, I can tell that you know so they've been working on it. It pops up in my inventory, like, "Hey, this game's being updated." So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give this game a little try. And uh, it's what is it called? The Black Death. The Black Death. It's right. based Already in like medieval racist. Europe, and uh, you and it's like during the Black Plague era. Oh, so like it spawns you in as like a peasant, and you're like diseased and shit, and you got to work your way up through the economy and like become like a ruler or whatever. So I spawn in and like real life. Yeah, so <laughs> we're, we're at pace level right now. Edward gets off work to go back to work. Yeah. <laughs> so like I got on and I'm like I start running around. I'm like looking through crates and picking like berries off bushes and shit. Just doing yeah, stupid shit. I'm just yeah. So and like I'm looking at my inventory and I have total of like I don't have any money, but my total wealth I had like a couple wooden spoons and like some berries, <laughs> like some shit. And I'm just like my total wealth was like twenty coins probably. Damn. And I'm like, I'm running up this hill, and halfway up yeah. the hill, uh, there's another player. And I'm like, yo, what's up, dude? And he doesn't have a microphone. He's just t- typing to me, and he, and he was kind of like middle class compared to me. So he was pretty rich. He had like fancy clothes on and a sword. And I'm like, oh, hey, man. And he's like, dude, do you need anything? Like, do you want me to give you some food or, you know, something? And I'm like, no, I'm not planning on living much longer. I'm just going to keep going until my character's life, you know, expires, and I'm going to get off the game. And he's like, all right, whatever. So he goes one way. I go the other. And I want to say in maybe another, like, two minutes of walking, I come across a wooden, like, gate, like a big wooden wall. So I'm like, ooh, this looks fucking interesting. So I start following it, and it's a big old compound, and I can see in the middle there's, like, a house. So I'm following this wood fence around, just trying to peek in and look around, and I come up to a gate, and it's kind of like one of those things where you're, like, super shitty at the controls, so you don't really know what you're doing. Yeah. So I'm, like, clicking on the gate, and it's just, like, bouncing back and forth. It's like... So I'm like, what the fuck, dude? And I keep clicking on it, and then I realize there's a giant-ass latch, like a big fucking latch. I don't know how I missed it. So I click on the latch, and it brings up a four-digit keypad. And I'm like, oh, fuck, dude, you know, two, three, seven, five, two, four, five, six, seven, eight, and nothing's working. So then I'm like, I'm going to put in a birth date. It's a four-digit number, so it's a, probably a birth year. So I'm like, this person's probably in their 30s, like max. So I start with 1980, and I start working my way up. I'm like, 1981, 1982, 1983. I get to 1991, the latch unlocks. And I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, I'm going in. <laughs> And I open up the door and I close it behind me and I lock it. The locking is putting in the same password. So I lock it behind me so no one can sneak up on me because I've been playing a lot of video games. You change the password, nope. dude. Like, you can't. You have to be the owner to change the password. No. So oh, that'd be funny. I'm start walking around this fucking compound and I'm looking around and they've got like everything for crafting leather, crafting, you know, weapons, whatever. And I'm like, dude, maybe there's some shit. <laughs> so you're just fucking snatching shit. I'm, I'm trying to snatch shit, oh, but they, they have nothing man. out there, dude. There's nothing like hanging out. So I'm like. I'm like fuck, dude, and uh, and I came in. It's like I came in from the backyard, so like I start making my way up, and I'm like, I look through the garden. There's nothing in the garden. I'm like, fuck, dude, and I make my way to the front door of the actual house. It's got a keypad on it too, so I'm like, fucking, I ain't going for the door. I'm going straight for the keypad. Click on the keypad. Another four-digit number pops up. I'm like, fuck it, 1991 unlocks. I'm like, fuck yeah, wow. dude. I walk inside. Rookie move. Yeah, and it's like all decorated and shit, and I'm just like looking around, nothing. I can't, everything that I'm clicking on, like the table, the crafting table, everything's empty. I don't really know how it works. Maybe there was shit in it, but I didn't really like know. 
So I walk into another room and it's a bedroom. I see this big ass bed. So I jump on the bed and I'm like trying to go to sleep because I thought it'd be funny. Like fucking Goldilocks and shit yeah. like sneaks in. So shit. I thought it'd be funny to just like lay in their bed and like wait and hopefully someone walked in. But that didn't I happen. I bet you did. He's like laying there with his like characters and just face fapping. down. He's got his butt all out. <laughs> so it comes all ready. If you like what you see, keep on walking. No. <laughs> if you, uh, if you like what you see, whistle. Yeah. But uh, so I'm sitting there like fucking around and I don't see anything. So I go back outside and I I don't know why, but I'm like, I'm going to go back inside. Oh, it's because my character was starting to get hurt from the weather outside because I'm just like a peasant and I'm like, wearing nothing but like socks. <laughs> so I go back inside and I'm like, ah, fuck it. If I'm going to lug out, I'm going to lug out inside this house. So I go back into the bedroom and as I walk back into the bedroom, in the far uh, corner, I see a little chest. And I'm like, ooh, a fucking chest, dude. Well, I didn't even see that. And I'm like, chests in games always mean loot. So I open up this chest, and it's just full of fucking mad loot. Like, mad oh, loot. Like, the man. rarest shit in the game. And I'm just like, I'm going to fucking take everything. So I just start taking everything. And all of a sudden, it's like, you're encumbered. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I only took, like, a bow and some armor and some food. Yeah, and enough satchel space. Yeah, I didn't have enough satchel space, but also because my guy was like so fresh to the game, he was like a weak, like brittle peasant. I didn't do any training, so like I couldn't carry anything. The only thing I could carry was like the rarest uh, chest plate, like this for, like, super like <laughs> glowing for, like, the females. <laughs> so like I was like butt naked from the belly button down, but I had a badass chest plate on, and I'm like, oh, dude, man. this is worth it. I'm like, if I go out and I die in this thing, worth it. And that's when I realized there's a little money bar in the top of the chest. And it's got 999-99 and then, like, that's it. So I'm like, oh, dude, there's probably, like, 100K in this thing. Like, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, there's 100 grand in this chest. So I right-click, take all the money. And I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. I just went from zero to 100 grand, baby. So I start typing in chat, like, to everybody in the server. I'm like, hey, how much is 100 grand worth in this game? They're like, dude, it's nothing. Richest guy in the server's got 4 million. I'm like, fuck, dude. I'm like, four million? I'm like, God, I'm like, I feel like, you know, I just lost. I'm like, whatever. And down in the bottom right-hand corner, you could see my money, but it was cut off. So it was the 999-99, and then there was an eight, but the eight was cut in half because the number couldn't fit on the screen. So I'm like, what the fuck, dude? That's kind of odd. So I opened up my inventory, and I found out that I had 999,989,464 coins. I almost hit a billion that I robbed from these people, and I'm just like, um, type in China. I'm like, low for a while. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, guys, you said the richest guy is four million. I'm like, I think I, I beat him by a little bit, and they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, I got 999 million. I'm like, there's no way you have 999 million. I'm like, there is, and I have it right now and i'm probably not gonna survive much longer because my guy's life was going down by increments of like one percent per like three seconds and i'm because i'm just dying of being exposed to the weather and they're like what the fuck is this I, dude <laughs> yeah and i'm just like was there no food being exposed to they the had weather. like two Land pieces of bread but it didn't like do anything Huh? It's going to be sunny the next day. That's got to be like rejuvenating. So what I did is I logged out with all the person's money and never logged back in. So right now you have to log. If I log back in, my guy's going to start dying again. So, so you have to log back in with like one of your friends? There. Yeah, and give them all my all the billions of dollars I have. Oh, trust so, me to give it back. <laughs> shit, dude. Imagine being that guy. Just like, <laughs> I'm going to go to my chest. I need to buy a new sword. <laughs> the best part is I left him all my berries that I picked <laughs> on the way up. <laughs> He probably thinks it was like a professional or something. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. He's just like, God, you're the perfect heist. And I'm just some derp walking up the side of a mountain, <laughs> punching the numbers. little fucking... <laughs> But it was great though. Like I totally robbed him blind. I even got his best chess piece on me. Well, think about that shit. Like if it really your life was really like in the olden days, you know, some guy walks up to you, or you're walking by him, maybe like in the market and bump past like a knight. It's like, knight looks over at you and he looks at you for a minute and reaches into his little coin purse, takes out like twenty one fucking shingles or whatever. Like, and your life's worth like nineteen. It's like. Pulls his sword out. It's just like, <laughs> everyone's like, well, fuck me. He did he pay, pay for, for it. it. <laughs> so goes, Kills you. Like, oh. Well, who wants breakfast? You can't have it. I don't know who'd get paid if you took their head off or nothing, but. I don't know. I just thought it was fucking one of the greatest things that's happened in the Brand video game. game. I would have put that up on Twitch. Hey, were you streaming or anything like that? No, dude, there was nobody online. Like, in my server, anyway. Hashtag Jack Discord. Mode. Yeah, hashtag fucking perfect heist. I thought you were going to, like, uh, tell me that you died and then all this stuff for your character's thing was not longer there or whatever, and so you couldn't prove it. No, I still have it. Did you screenshot it? I did. Okay. Screenshot for the forums, dude, all the time. <laughs> put it on 4chan. Put it on Reddit. Do you still use 4chan? No, I've never used 4chan. I don't even know what it is. I know what Reddit. I should put it on Reddit. Be like, yo... Perfect heist, motherfuckers. Dude, you'll get like a shitload of likes on things like that, dude. Especially like in a timely matter, usually it happens like fast. But I bet you would. I mean, the Reddit community is like legit. It's funny too, because like if I go to the main page of the game, it shows you the, st- the status of your character and how old he is. Like how long that character's been alive. So it shows me my money on the side, which is so much that it goes off the screen. Like, cause you just can't have that many numbers and like the age of my character is less than like 30 minutes. That's fucking hilarious. Too bad it's not real life. If it was real, actually, could you convert it? I think you can convert it. No well, a lot of, way. yeah, there's a, there's an, a for an online forums that you can convert anything from video game to real money. Oh, because someone will want it. Someone will want it. Yeah. Damn, dude. And they'll convert it. And dude. So is it kind of like eBay? You could be like, I have this much. You yeah. You start bidding. But the way it works is like on this website. I forgot what it was called because my buddy uses it all the time. But it's every game that's out right now. You mm-hmm. can get on there and trade it. So like let's say he's playing Counter-Strike Global mm-hmm. Offensive and he wants to get himself a knife. Um, It's called – you get forums gold on there. So like – um, let's say Brick has gets on there and he creates an account. If my account's older than Brick's, it's called the rule of the forums is the younger account has to trade first. So Brick gets on and goes, hey, I'm selling my knife. And I go, hey, I'll buy your knife for $100. Brick gives me the knife and then I give him the $100. Mm. But if I rip him off and he gives me the knife and I don't pay him the $100, that gets reported to the forums and I lose my credibility on the forum, so I can't trade anymore. But you just if, until you make a new you account. you're yeah you'd have to create a new account, but then your new account has no credibility because so it's, it's brand like, new. It's like Amazon. This guy is a hundred percent trustworthy. Yeah, yeah, ninety eight percent. Some of their shit, seventy five, fifty. Like what the fuck? Yeah, it's like that. But it, it goes by age and by how many trades you've had and mm-hmm. how many trades they've rated you. So like. If there's people on the trade full accounts, like I'll be like, hey, I have an old RuneScape account that I don't play anymore. Who wants to buy it? And I'll post a picture of its stats, and 
let's say Brick would be like, oh, how much are you asking for that account? I'm like, oh, $30. Okay, I'll pay, pay you $30. You give me the, the name and password. And then I give him the name and password. He logs in, confirms it, sends me the $30, depending on who's, who's got the, the older account. Mm-hmm. So if my, my account's older, he'd send me the $30. If his account's older, I'd send him the password. First? First. And then he'd get my account, and then he'd pay me the money. Is that always just like a rule of gaming? Like it's just a rule of thumb on that website. Oh, on the website. Because okay. <clears throat> I remember, like, like in RuneScape, you're just like you trade me, because like you just put it in there, you know, and you'd hope that it was been swipe it out of there first. Oh, no. <laughs> you just put it up. All right, you put yours up, and it's like they like walk off, decline trade, decline trade. Where are you going? Just log out, <laughs> dude. Back New in the server, day, dude. You're like, oh, no. When I fucking played that game back in the day, and I figured out that like. One sword looked like the other sword in note form. Dude, I'd be like, selling the super rare sword for half the price. And everyone's like, I'll buy it. And you first put it up so they see that it's the super rare sword. Then you accidentally decline. You're like, dude, I accidentally declined. Let's do it again. And they like mentally think like, oh, shit, it's all, it is the sword. I confirmed it. So they're just spamming accept, and they put the money up. And then when they get it, they get a, co- they get a sword that's worth like a coin, and they paid mm. you like fucking 30 grand in coins. And you're like, suck it, bitch. So you're a snake, huh? I was a snake. I was pretty <laughs> snaky. Dude, I stole almost a bill from some random dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's pretty crazy. That'd be like... That's pretty cool. That's like real life heist status, like, but except for not real life, and you're by yourself, and <laughs> you're just really good at picking locks. Which is, <laughs> yeah, which is Do you really get the same rush? From robbing people? Yeah. Yeah. Online, mm-hmm. because you're, 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 you're in real, real life. life. Yeah, yeah. you in real, Well, in real life, like when someone shoots you with an arrow, it hurts a lot. In real life, but in game, when someone like chases you down with a sword and kills you in the middle of a field because you stole all their money, like you just mm-hmm. respawn again and try again. Yeah, running through a field and you just throw the arrow, look down, and you don't see the arrow, you just see blood coming down both sides of your body because <laughs> it went straight through yeah. you. Fucking arrows are like rockets, like. But, no, so damn nice now. Oh my god! I feel like in in video games online, like MMOs or anything like that, mm-hmm. um, when you're robbing, like, or when you're stealing money from a player, it's it's not real money. It's time you're stealing their time uh, of working on it. But when you're stealing, like, when people are scamming people in like CS:GO and they're stealing like actual money from them, I don't think that's right. Where, like, someone, like, let's say, like, some kid, 13-year-old kid's playing the game, and his mom buys him, gives him $80 in Steam dollars, and the kid goes and buys himself a knife or something, and someone else is like, hey, I'll give you $90 for that knife. The kid thinks it's a great deal, and he gets in there into the trade, and then they pull the whole thing on him where, oh, I'm sorry, I accidentally declined your trade again. The kid's spamming, you know, accepting, accidentally trades for nothing. And the other person's like, hey, sucks to be you, kid. You just gave me a free knife. And the kid's out $80. Well, that isn't cool. Well, that's keeping with the swords and knife, dude. You live by the sword, you yeah. die by the sword. But, bring a knife to thing jack to. Fight. but the thing yeah. that did make me feel kind of better about taking that $999 million is when I was talking to the people in the server, they said if I, if I did take that money and I actually did have, because a lot of them didn't believe me that I had mm-hmm. that much, that it was probably a cheater who had that money. Who's because uh, they were talking about people teleporting in and like killing you and taking everything you own. So for someone to earn, because they said the act like the legitimate richest player on the server had four million. Mm-hmm. So if I did rob anybody, I robbed a cheater. 
So that kind of made me feel a little so bit So random better. that you leave your shit there and anyone can come up to it. Well, it was locked behind two locked doors yeah, and a big fence. Whatever you do, don't lock in for like maybe a week and a half because you know they're going to be coming back every hour. Yeah. It's like, where is this motherfucker? Ah, where is he? Dude, I, was, I would just log in just to see after I got rid of the money and sold it for real cash. What I tried to do was go into another server and see if it like if it would create another character. And then in that server, I could talk to pe- like legitimate people of like if – How to fucking l- launder money. How to launder and, and money. <laughs> <laughs> It's like real life crimes, but you can get away with it. Dude, well, it's like the Matrix. You're just slowly prepping a Matrix. The thing is, like, that amount of money in that game is just stupid. It's absurd. Like, you don't need that much money. It'd be fun. The most expensive house in that game is like 20K. And it's like, why do you need 999 million? Dude, for so the fucking can, castle, man. For a ca- you can't yeah, buy a castle, though. <laughs> and shit. That's what I think they were doing. I think they were uh, cheating and. Stealing the money from legitimate players. So what I should have done is just Robin Hooded and like, come here and just throw What's millions of dollars well, at players. Can't they just kill you? And not if I sat I behind the fortress of the hackers and I just threw it down like, oh really? Like a king? Like, because huh, I've I'm locked in there. They they remember don't remember my name. You're like fucking throwing it out there. It's like thinking you're what is that, Mr. Scrooge or whatever? On yeah, the, a Christmas goose for everyone. It's like yay. Remember next time you log in in a couple of years as a shrine of you. Yeah, just like, throwing coins. FPS the greats. I actually went in city. there as uh, as an anonymous player. Oh, I went like, there as brown noodle. I went in there as brown <laughs> noodle, dude. <laughs> Suck dry twenty nine. Yeah. No, I went in there as like Dick Lord three fifty seven. Dick Gobbler. <laughs> uh, speaking of goblin, dude, should we go have a Ninja Turtle break and eat some pizza? Yeah, let's fucking let's do go it now. Cool. Go on now, get dudes. BRB. Welcome, everyone. Hey, can I interest you guys in some fan beard oil? What's yeah. it for? For your busted ass beards. You trying to score some hot dudes? I'm trying to get a pretty sweet babe and I think they don't like my face hair. Well, there you go. It's a perfect market. It's for men for people that you don't want to have beards with you or... <laughs> What if I want to fight another man with my beard? If you want to make it nice and slick and smoothy and moisturized and strong and not brittle and weak and crusty and smelly and stinky and dirty, then you use the fresh, bad-ass motherfucking beard oil. Where do I get this beard oil? Anderson.com And... Go to the Vampire Oil tab, and you can use the Lost Minds promo code and save money. Okay. Okay, thank you. But the prices are competitive, so you'll save money instead of wasting time and going to Walmart. You can save cash and buy online in your underwear and watch documentaries on Netflix. I like it a lot. Lost Minds. Breaking like news, ladies and gentlemen. Two midgets are caught in a fire. Wait, are they caught, like, inside of the fire? In a ring of fire. Burning ring of fire. But yeah, welcome back. Pizza was fucking delish. Barbecue chicken pizza. <clears throat> Still have some what grease. What was that? Chicken, don't even give them a shout-out. They don't pay us anything. Yeah. If you want to be the official sponsor of the... <laughs> the special official pizza podcast 
sponsor. Well, all we do is talk about pizza, dough, cheese, celery, 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 celery. There's a whole science to that, dude. Like, did you have a pizza compared? Because my favorite pizzas are wood or what are those? A brick oven, you know, wood fire pizzas mm-hmm. and yeah. stuff. Those ones I liked, like crispy and shit. But if you have like a real Italian pizza before, have you? Fucking, we had one when we were in like Naples or whatever, and it's like straight up shit. Yeah, it's like they pour oil all over. It's hella yeah. soggy. You eat it with like fork and knife. Mm-hmm. No. It's like clubs of cheese. It's weird as fuck. I mean, it was all right, but like it was weird. And then they had American style pizzas, like these thin ass little pizzas, hard ass crust, like cheese, shit, like. Those are good, though. Fuck that. Yeah, well, th- I don't know. Like, I thought that the other ones, when you come here, like a barbecue chicken pizza, you see kind of something that's, like, actually cooked good crust. I think with a, I don't know. Oh, yeah, you go, to, you go to Pie Hole downtown, Salt Lake City, yeah, Utah. Really good one, yeah. Go there. Best wood, slice in town. Mm-hmm. The wood fire ones are that really good. That place is, such, like, they carved out such a good niche. Like, Oh, yeah. I would love to have, like, a coffee shop or some form of thing that stayed open until, like, 3, because that place, I mean... I bet if that place only was opened up from like midnight to three a.m. on those weekends, they'd probably make enough to like. Yeah, they would. But what about like you're in Even the middle lunch, of downtown? Dude, yeah, yeah. Sundays, want dude. Lunch Sundays, two dollars and fifty cents for a slice, a big ass slice of pizza. The amount of people that'll be sitting out there at like three a.m. once all the bars are closed, everyone's going home. Like it's huge. Like I, mean, I remember that one girl was like. There's a couple of people there pushing their little carts over there, freaking frying up hot dogs and like whatever else that one lady was making. Uh, right gross. there in the line to sell to the line to people in line of the people at Pie Hole. So like they're trying to steal the Pie Hole business by the people like right there. To get Didn't, caught? Yeah, Marcus bought one. We ate what? one. It was like a burger or a hot dog. It was like way good. It was like a brat. They should put like all kinds of shit on it. Like all like it was like onions. You know, some random relish. lady. Did she uh, seem legit? She had like straight up like a cart that looked like <clears throat> a freaking prepper's cart, dude. That had like a hot grill stove oh, on the top and it had all the shelves underneath. And shit, fucking dude. sketchy. Hey, man. You get what you, you can. ever eaten out of yeah, a trash can? So. Yeah. It was good. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, that's how, if you think about it, like right now, if I were to go make some food, like, hey, make some food for the homeless or whatever. I have a grill, little propane grill, but really the one I have now, too, is a propane stove. I would so say, like, fuck you. Two little propane I stoves. I ain't fucking cook cooking for no one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, I've become super salty about homeless people, too. Or I'm just saying. People like begging in general. Just fuck you guys. Yeah, I could deal with homeless people, but when they're sitting on the side of the freeway, fuck, fuck. And that. they look younger than me. Yeah. Yeah, the younger I'm parts. I'm like, parts, I'm like you lazy people. That's what's crazy, too. It's so funny because when I'm giving people lift rides <clears> a lot of times, and the way I can always, almost always know they're out of town, they usually always will bring that up right off the bat. They'll be mm-hmm. like, there's a lot of homeless people, huh? Like, because it will always, like, see something. Like, You should make a story up, dude. Just be like, yeah, yeah ever since Trump's been in office. They've people, been attacking yeah. the state. People have been, like been fleeing Colorado mm-hmm. for warmer weather. One. She said, darn near hit one the other day. Actually, did I was like driving the fucking like six in the morning, and they, like I think I even said this last time, like we're driving coming down right in front of Pioneer Park, mm, like yeah, walking right there, green light, honk at him. The guy like tries to run back across the road, right basically right in front of me, like jumps, like, basically looking like I like, hit him or something. But he's literally like ten feet in front of me into like the area where I'm because I'm in like the middle intersection, and there into like the actual road, ten feet back. And the guy like jumps back and like lays on the ground. Dude, that's I'm, actually like, happened to me too. What the fuck is this guy doing? I'm gonna drive. Not even near him. Even I wouldn't even ran him over if he laid there. No, like, that's happened to me. This one dude just like jumps into my lane, and I just w- try to go around him, but I just crushed his legs. So to teach him a lesson, <laughs> mm-hmm. so he wouldn't 
That's the do best way again. to teach someone. Yeah, like, so roll down the window. Him. I mean, he doesn't have a cell phone or nothing. He's he not gonna call no one. And if he does, you take him out because he's a liar. It's street justice, dude. That's like I watched a video of uh, a kid in uh, the Fafillas in Brazil mm-hmm. got caught uh, stealing some shit out of a car. Did you see? And they're like, this is how we do it in Brazil. And they made him, like, grab the back part of the freaking door, you know, where it has the little lip. We prepped him oh, to. Shit. Just held on to it. And the jam? Like, yep, right in the jam. Slammed the door. His fucking fingers. He's like, no, like he, They just sit there and he's, like, talking to him. He's like, you going to mess with other people's cars anymore? And he's like, no, no, no. He's like, you going to try and steal and stuff like that from people here that work hard? And he's like, no, 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 no. And he, like, opens the door and he, like, runs off. I'm like, Jesus, dude. I'm like, dude. I'm like, I don't know who's wrong here. <laughs> the the fucking is. thief is wrong, dude. That's why you never deal with someone with crimpled fingers. Just imagine if you stole 999 million coins <laughs> from somebody. <laughs> We're going to put your fingers underneath your keyboard and Especially stomp on there, it. Dude, you steal like a stereo. Like Those people probably work like some in some areas with low-paying jobs months and months and months. Oh, yeah. Got a stereo. Oh, yeah. It's like, damn. Yeah, dude. Especially in those fucking amazing countries that I'm probably never going to visit. Dude, Brazil would be cool, but reason. I hear it's, like, intense like that. Those favelas and shit. Dude, there's... Like, houses um, stacked upon each other. YouTube videos of, like, people robbing people in plain sight. Oh, yeah, for oh, the yeah. Olympics. Like, I just that, yeah. walking around. Right and off some, their mopeds. Yep, yeah. Pulls up, give me a shit. And you're like, all right, here you go. All of it. This is all of it. Bullshit. I want everything. You just take a dummy wallet that as soon as they open it, their it face... It explodes. Yeah, their face, like, is all blue. Yeah. dub dee dub die It's a hard life. That would be funny, dude. If we went down there and sold dub, uh, dummy wallets to people, if they explode if you open them up. So it's like someone steals this from you, it'll explode a plume of gas that will instantly ignite and burn their face. No, I'm just kidding. They set up all these things. There's like a oh, bunch of people me, walking around with burnt face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he must be a thief. Yep. It's like, or he just opened up the wrong wallet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that souvenir. Let me get my... In some places, that's what the thieves were doing. They'll run up to you and just be like, hey... Touch a little cup of acid right in your face. You're like, ah. Like, fall on the ground. It's like, thank you, thank you. Motherfuckers, <laughs> dude. Walk off with your beats, dude. Fucking are your beats worth you your eyes? beats, dude. dude. Yeah, they yeah, were, they like, were snatching the people's cell phones right out of their fucking, while they're talking on them. Yeah, that shit was kind of crazy. And they're like kids and shit. And then hurrying, trying to hop on a motorcycle or whatever. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I seen him like the one kid, he just jumped into like a bus and tried to yank it off the dude's hand out oh, of the yeah, bus while he's in the bus and he like fell on the ground and broke and he's like walks off and the guy's like what the fuck dude I'd I don't even know what I would do well, grab his arm and hold I'd, one, I'd probably never even have my phone on me I'd be walking around looking like fucking Adam just nothing but a leaf around my wiener I'd be like what you gonna steal <laughs> it's like I want that leaf <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like you can fucking have it but then you're gay for looking at it and then he's like ugh Whatever, I'm gay anyway. I'm Take like, it with yeah, mouth. <laughs> it's like, now you're in trouble. <laughs> you're like, damn, he got me good. Got cornered like an animal. Uh, well, I mean, at least the homeless people here aren't, like, bad like that, but, I mean... They're the getting there. Part, I mean, yeah, if you, like... They're becoming brave. They're, like, they're like dinosaurs. Well, I was doing it. We were, like, crouching. taking photos, walking around downtown, and we started talking shit about the mouthwash bottles. Because we'd, like, seen a thing about it. And, like, literally, we were walking around. We started taking a bunch of photos of it. Like, and pretty soon, they really noticed them, like, all over the place. Like, seriously, like, that is, like, a, like if you can go almost on, I would imagine, on any block in Salt Lake City that hasn't been cleaned, any junk that is laying in there is probably a mouthwash bottle. Especially down around Pioneer Park. 
That part's the one that like create, was like kind of crazy. I'm like, damn, they're really drinking this shit. It's like mm-hmm. all over down here. At least they have good breath. Yeah, yeah I know. I'm killing some of those. G- they have no gingivitis. That's like the best kind of mummies and shit. They're like, damn, what happened to this fucking dead person? You know, in the future, they find his body from him falling in a bog or something. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. They just come and it's like they have like perfect teeth. Their skulls are all bleached and stuff. The and alcohol nice and clean, you know? So. Like, and the greatest thing is, is they actually had written text with them asking for currency of their time. <laughs> they, they really do have a written text. I was like showing, I don't have the paper with me, but I was showing, I can't remember who I was showing, but uh, they uh, they have a thing called hobo hieroglyphics. You can, they have a bunch of like little scratchings and shit that they, the old hobos used to do a lot more of. The newer people are just kind of like homeless. But hobos that used to hop on trains and ride and like do those kind of things. They put scratching on certain areas and towns when they come in off trains. Like, oh, this is a good town, you know, good good people here, you know, good shelters right here, good payout right here, you know. So like a lot of areas you can go and see like little scratchings and stuff and underneath. Small. Well, That's where you just go with some Bondo and fill them up, paint it. They re-scratch them because there was even one homeless dude like because at one point this uh, one of my cousin's friends like a few years ago was he used to like go sing and play his guitar on the street and whatever and so people would come watch him play yeah and he'd practice whatever and he'd talk to the most random people most time like homeless people and yeah like he had some uh, homeless people talking to him about stuff like that like how he would come uh, and they organized uh, it was called like the barrel burn or something where all the hobos people and hobos would come. Yeah, in the summer, a few different times, like in the fall too, and like go meet and just have a huge like festival where they get together. Burn so they do need money for the bus and talk over stuff and burn over barrels or whatever. And I'm like, that's actually pretty, you know, pretty cool, pretty organized. But I'm like, dude, they like they work that hard. It's like you might want you like like that's the thing with some of those crazy crackheads. Like we like working so hard, picking up all this trash, digging through things. Getting all the little bits of metal, breaking it to pieces, taking the metal, go taking it. And I'm like, do you know how hard you work if you like actually did that? Doing any flipping hamburgers, you know how much more money you'd be making. Yeah, but they drug test. It's true. Some places don't, dude. Maybe I don't know. I think it's they feel as though they're making more doing that. It's more rewarding in a sense. Yeah. Because you can probably. you see the payout instantly. Like, well, it's not even that. It's Cash they could work hand. their own hours. That's true. You know, they're like up till fucking God knows when in the middle of the night, sleep till all the entire day. They're like, yeah, I'm feeling lazy today. I feel lazy sometimes too, and I'm like, I don't want to go to work, but I still go to work. And I hate every minute of it, but. You're like, then, but that's my life, dude. But that's my life, and I accept <laughs> it. I accept it with, with my head held high. Life. I do wish we could go back in time, though, and fucking just be. In the black, like black plague days, black plague would suck. No way, dude. That's where you know if you're the fittest, <laughs> if you're surviving. You should go back during like the golden eras or something like that. Which golden era, though? Like the one before Atlantis or the one after Atlantis? Mm, what would be a good? I feel like that would be really interesting. Even going back to like the time when, um. Maybe just before Alexandria got sacked, you know, or something. Mm-hmm. Or you can go to Baghdad before it got raided when you can see him kind of in the prime, how it really supposedly was, you know, a prime time. And then Gage kind of like, oh, shit, you know, like like weird, like, turning points, I guess. Turning uh, points in history? Yeah. You just got to warn one person. 
Just for good for shits and gigs. I'd like to go back yeah. a thousand years before um, the Aztecs wrote their history. Where you, you listen to that book, right? Oh, fuck, I forgot what it was called. Where they were talking about how like the pyramids in South America match the same pyramids in oh the fingerprints of the gods. Yeah, oh how they're the exact uh, same. I was trying. Yeah. That's funny. I was listening to the second one today because I hadn't finished it. It was Magician of the Gods or whatever. So that's the one I'm finishing right now. Where they talk about how, like, in Egypt, the Savior came from the West, and how they <laughs> talk about in South America, the Savior came from the East. Somewhere in the middle of the ocean. So it was a fish. Yeah. The, the Aztecs called him Quetzalcoatl, which is, like, oh, fish man. Yeah, yeah. So, like, he came from the ocean with his two, like, hands, or, like, two people that were helping him. And the same thing in Egypt. He showed up there with two people helping him. And they, like, established... Food, you know, farming, shelter, uh, government and everything. Like, they showed them how to build the pyramids. And then they went over to South America and showed them the same thing. Turned them basically from hunter-gatherer savages to, like, a society. And the farmers. Because they say that they gained the knowledge of farming, mathematics, language, writing, basically overnight. And then once as you have that, as soon as he showed up, they learned everything. Once you have that, you're fucking set. Yeah, and then as soon as he showed them all how to do that stuff, he disappeared. And in the Egyptian text, he disappeared back into the east. And in the South American text, he disappeared back into the... No, one was west, one was east, sorry. That'd be interesting because I heard, like, I can't remember what podcast I was just barely listening to. And they're talking about, like, um, when with even... Like us coming in contact with indigenous tribes and things like that, and when they there was a group of people that were coming with a bunch of indigenous tribes coming down through like south, like the Amazon and South America. Um, the, one of the explorers was taking over a guy who went to a couple places, and he's like, "How have you been coming in contact with these indigenous people and like getting them to trade with you and doing stuff?" And he's like, "Getting them to trade is not the problem, you know." He's like, "Understand, I'm kind of the hot problem." And he's like, "What do you do to get trade?" And he's like, "Whatever you want to talk about, whatever you want to trade, do whatever." And he's like, take it out there. And he's like, just take it out there and leave it. And he's like, we took out like an axe. And he's like, we just said it, suspended it, had the axe. And he's like, and then we left and came back a few weeks later. And he's like, there's just people huddled around it, waiting to see where, like they wanted one. They wanted to see where the steel came from, you know. And so he's like, then they were there. And then you just show them, you have more. Okay, yeah. And so they're like, oh, okay. And so from there, then they'd base trade. And, like, that was always never the issue and stuff, even with, like, the indigenous cultures, like, Native Americans and stuff. So they just trapped them, basically. Basically, they just put mm-hmm. some out there and, like, what the fuck is this? That was, like, with the guns and stuff with the natives that just walk up to basically, like, the buffalo. And they'd always just do an example. Basically show it or, like, give it to them. Here you go. They go, what the fuck? Go shoot about, shoot a round, go around, shoot some shit. You know, they just take it for one pelt. Come back. Uh... We will give you 50 pelts for each one. You know, we want 10 more. And they're like, all right. Because, like, that was one of the things that was at the uh, Lakota or the shit. Who the, who is, there's some, like, one of the, there was a tribes that were, a couple of tribes that were pretty ruthless. Like, I think the Navajos were pretty. I think it could have been no. the Lakota. The Lakota, because, like, they were straight up with some of the first that were, like, when they started seeing some of those. The things, Shoshone like, tribe. Want these. It could I think it was. Because that's the one thing with barriers. There's like um, a bunch of the natives got pushed off from all the people coming west, you know, the settlers and stuff. And they came into those areas. So they came into those areas there, the Navajo and like Shoshone were like, no, no, you're not coming here. You know, we've been here for so long. So they forced them down into the caves. And once they were down in the caves, they were like, 
they had to hide and stuff. That's why they're all up under these messes and stuff where they had fears of like burning fires because they might smell it, you know, because there was packs of people that were just there to make sure they would kill off the people that were invading their land and stuff, you know. And so, I mean, there's like that whole thing that guns, germs, and still. So even if you go back to see like the Black Plague, or even if you go back to see like when settlers first came to like the North America and they're just like, everyone's dying for smallpox, you're like, mm. I don't know if I like, like you to see the actual like devastation. Yeah, because you heard you were talking about like the the Holocaust one. And I, I wanted to see that documentary. And Dude, I, it is brutal and it makes me completely hate that. Here's the real question: Did, time. did you thumbs oh, up or World thumbs down it? I cried a little bit. Did you rate it a thumbs up or a thumbs down? I think I rated it nothing. Oh, because as soon as I got done watching it, I had to go take a life break. It, dude, it is seriously, I give you a fucking graphic warning. Like, if you are squeamish, 100%. If you don't like seeing dead people, and by dead people, I mean lots of dead people, all the time. There's piles of them or something? Piles. Train carts full. They're just chilling? Just shit everywhere, dude. Like, they even, like, have so villagers. crazy. I wish I would, like, to see the time from when they first got there to, like... Dude, they they, broke they do, it, you know. Oh, oh, like from the very first yeah, day. From all of a sudden, they were there. We're like, all right. Like, have you ever seen Life Is Beautiful? That movie. That movie almost made me cry when I was like, I remember being a little kid. But it was like about that. They went there, and the guy like took his kid there with him, and he's trying the whole time to pretend with him that he's not at uh, some camp. So he's trying to trick him and tell him all kinds of stuff. We have to pretend, you know. Winner gets a tank, and all these type of things, and he's doing all these like things and having them hide and they're like having them carry antlers like doing all this shit and slowly you see them like getting going normal and then all of a sudden yeah they're pretty much goes to where they're pretty much all the way dead and that's even like one of the things at the end he's like they're going to kill him and stuff like that and he's like you have to hide you have to stay in this bucket he's like in some like mailbox thing he's like it's like we're playing soldiers and he's like everyone's playing he's like but you know they're gonna be playing they're the realist and he's like and the soldiers are just like stabbing him with the gun he's like go go and he's like Walking off, pretending like he's a soldier, and his kids like, ah. and then he like goes around the corner, they blow his brains out, throw him in the pile of people, you know. And the kids just like sitting there thinking he's playing a game, but literally like the whole time, it's like the Holocaust. And like he, the only reason like he even gets out is because like the the Americans come and there's like driving in the tanks, and he's like, we won the tanks, you know, and he's like looking for his dad, and the whole time he's like, papa, papa, he's like, we won the tanks, and the Americans like get the kid, and he's like, here you go, and so he thinks that they won, you know, goes through and can't like they're like trying to find his family, but. Like, the whole thing, all the families are displaced, you know, everybody. Got yeah, everybody. Every single person. Dude, I recommend like, that Netflix documentary, dude, or film, because dude. it completely, like, I don't even want to talk about it. Like, it is bad. The the cool, like, and the, the thing that, like, really struck me was how good the quality was, that the American cameras were. It was like 1080p. Really? It was, dude, it's absurd. It was absurd how good it was. Like... Like I'm sitting there watching it, and I'm like, "Wow, that is like HD." Is it and like, real? Huh? Is it real? Or they yeah, it's real, it? dude. It? No, it's like real. You watching some fake shit? Dude? No, it's yeah, real. I don't know. This is coming out of a flat Earth. Fake shit. Shit. No, dude, it's fucking real. And like, there's some parts that are bad. Like, it's completely like the way the Americans like they they give you the name of the camp, the date when the army took it, and the general's name that was there. And then it goes into the video, and then there's like a and a dude that's like narrating everything he's like and this is so-and-so general and this is uh you know they're in this camp and they're going over here and this is what it looks like when they first came in and there's just like people standing around 
and he's like, these are the, the like the higher prisoners, like the dudes who were like kind of kept in charge of the lower prisoners. He's like, so he's like, they're all, they all look really bad, but not as worse as what you're about to see. And he's like, and these are the bunks and they're like walking through the bunks and there's like people in there like huddled up together. He's like, they're huddling together to stay warm. And then he's like, the, you see what the, the fuck? Med- it was, there's like watching it like real time. Basically. It's like real. It's everything's real time. Like you see the field medic, like the Marine come in and he like grabs the guy's blanket and he takes his blanket off. And like the guy lifts up his pant leg and the medic's like sitting there removing uh, bandages off of him. And you just see like his foot's like completely diseased. And he's like, this is the living conditions in some tents. And he's like, in some of these places, people are sleeping next to dead people. And it's just like the camera's like panning around. There's like dead people in the fucking aisle. And then like he's like, and this is the very first atrocity that the Marines worked into. And he's like. They go into a shed and it's just a shed full of people like laying like in a pile. To think about that in like all the times in history, go back to like the slave trade, go back to like freaking the slave starting like that in like Dude. Egyptian or whatever. Yeah, time. but this was like in 1080p. Dude, but imagine like the amount of blood and shit. Like, like the imagine of like the times of, even though you've seen it now, you've seen like the cruelty and stuff. Just think of that throughout history. Oh, like Genghis Khan, dude. Yeah, like just the mound of killing. A whole city. Rack, yeah, a whole city. Come back later, rack it again. It's like. And like, I don't know, it's it's super. There's nothing's blurred. Like when they walk into the shed, and he's like, and in the shed, he's like, to keep, this, to keep the smell down, they covered the bodies in sodium. And like, the camera like zooms in on a dude's face, and it's just like his eyeballs are gone, his like lips are all peeled back, and he's just full of salt. It's bad. Like, and then it gets even worse because it's like. The village next door was, like, a bunch of German people living in the village. And they're like, so what the U.S. general decided to do was bring in all the villagers to show them what they were supporting. Because none of them seen, like, what was going on in the camp. They, they were just supporting it. He's like, so what we did is we set up, a, a, like, a little museum for them to come in and see. And you got, like, rows of soldiers, like, lined up on the side. And these people are, like, coming in. And they're all dressed all fancy, looking nice, you know, and they're all smiling into the camera. And he's like, they're smiling now until they walk in and see what they've been doing. And they're all, like, smiling and laughing, and they walk in, and there's, like, an exhibit of, like, things on tables that the German officers were, like, building out of humans. Like the remains? Yeah. Damn. Like, they were skinning people and, like, using their skin for shit. Huh? Was it, like, torture, like, science? Yeah. Like, Like testing and stuff? Yeah. And super t- human testing, like V for Vendetta. Like, yeah, like, it was terrible shit. Like, and he, they've got it like all set up on a table, and the villagers are like walking through, and the like people, like women, are passing out, like because they can't believe it. And then they have them walk through like the uh, the bunks where like people are were sleeping because they like evacuated everybody out, and then they walk them into the backyard where like all the people are like dead, like there's just piles of people everywhere, and then there's like piles of ash where like people were cremated and then at the end they're like so what these villagers were doing is like at the beginning of the war the they were shooting people like they weren't like cremating them they were shooting them so there was like mass graves everywhere and the villagers thought it stunk too bad so they went and dug up all their bodies and they like buried them somewhere else and they buried them in like a shitty spot and the u.s marines thought that wasn't fair so they ordered the entire village at gunpoint to go and dig everybody up and give them their own graves. Damn. So they the entire village had to go 
and take these people that were sitting in the ground for like months and give them their own graves, their own marked graves. Like they dug up all the people, got their names and gave them their own marked graves. Are we lucky we got those fucking bombs first? (laughs) It's like, that's right. We go boom, motherfucker. You guys go boom. We go, go, go boom. It made me absolutely like hate like watching that documentary like i hated like i I can't stand like if anybody like it's terrible dude like i can't even describe it it's terrible yeah being a holocaust denier you were a holocaust no i wasn't but it is terrible hopefully there's a documentary about the round earth and the second thing that fucking i got from that thing is the mad amount of respect for the u.s army and the marines like when they came in and they showed the humanity for those people like that were just they couldn't do anything like a, like the marines just rolled in all right bring in a soup truck everybody gets soup everybody gets whatever they need everybody gets clothes everybody gets whatever you want Thirty thousand people in here everybody's getting food like everybody's getting put into a hospital and what they did is like the captured german hospitals Marines were stationed at those hospitals and at gunpoint forced all the German medics and all the German, like, nurses to treat the people that were in those camps. Like, you're treating them or you're going to jail. Like, that's just it. We'll blow your fucking brains out. Yeah, it was... I don't think they'd blow their brains out. They'd just arrest them. Like, you're going to jail. It would blow their brains out. I think they would. Inglorious bastards. Probably. So I imagine. And he's like, he's the bear Jew. (laughs) Dude, it like, seriously, though, like, (laughs) it was... Like I'd recommend watching that shit because it'll blow your mind. I'd like to watch that. And I really like documentaries because, like, sometimes like just seeing it, like even with the documentary, I might like, like, uh, like the like the Wildly Woodly Whites or whatever, you know, or like those crazy documentaries of shit. And then even though you watch it and, it, and it's kind of crazy, you, you, it puts you in this whole like time, and you like you experience it almost. You like you respect it. You're like, holy yeah. shit, like. I don't know if I like it or don't like it, but, like, I mean, this happened. People need to know. Like, you just got to, like, a witness it. Just witness it. I just respect Netflix this. for putting it up, too. Yeah, I, I watch uh, the History Channel from time to time, but it's gone to shit with, like, those random fucking shows. Yeah. yeah. But every now and then they have the World War Two in HD, which is really cool. They have, like, the actual veterans talking behind the film and stuff. It's nuts. Dude, this is straight, like, all they did. I guess they so they back then they measured uh, movie time in feet or like inches or something because I guess the camera is like oh, a reel. Yeah. So they were like, there's like eighty eight thousand feet of reel, and the this show was only made with like I think twelve hundred feet or five hundred some some silly small, but it had an impact on me. That's for sure. Because I think how long like it was probably like they probably filmed it a few times, you know. But it was like what the roars like ten or twelve years. Out. I don't even know how long it was, but... I'm sure whoever was holding that camera, or all the cameramen that were holding those cameras that were recording that, they were very... I get, what's the word for... When someone passionate about their camera work. Oh, yeah. Like... Well, if you're going to be in a world war with a camera, you know? Yeah, they were they were capturing everything. Like, it was, it was good. I was like, think about the editor watching it all. Like, they watched probably everything because, like... They probably had nightmares, it. dude. Like, you I still see something. some of those people's faces. Well, say it takes you nine hours to film something. It's going to take you 18 hours to probably edit that. Mm-hmm. Just because you have to watch it all over and at least once, and then you're going to be re-editing it or whatever. 
and it's like you know kind of it's a lot of a lot to do and stuff like that but like uh i don't think the cameraman edited anything i think they just recorded send the tape record send the tape record send the tape like back to the u.s uh for well, documentary. I mean, they, they had the ga- cameraman but like i guess the video editor whoever like put together the documentary because mm-hmm. like they I mean they was like um have you seen exit to the gift shop it's like a documentary about like oh, street graffiti art and stuff yeah the guy that ends up getting all this stuff um his name's mr brainwash then but at the time he's not he's like just some guy he's kind of also he be- develops a compulsive disorder where he has to be filming all the time so he's always filming all the time and then he gets obsessed with street art and he's like i have to be filming people so he just film people going out doing all this stuff spray painting and putting up their designs so all these famous graffiti artists who are now like make clothing companies and everything obey and all that shit like them of them putting up all their stuff and he just kept doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it. He did it for like 10 years, 12 years. And, uh, he did like people like space invader, all these famous people go to Europe and all this stuff. And then he ended up doing Banksy who got really famous. And then he's like, well, at the end, I want to see what you do, you know? And then he gets done films him for a little bit and he's like, I want to see you make something. And he's like, all right. And so he went and just the guy, I guess he had a bunch of tapes. He said, he's like, well, I had a bunch. And so I just picked, one just put it down there recorded for a second put one in there put it in so it was like a jukebox it was like and play a little tape for like a minute play a tape for a minute play a tape for a minute and then like the banks guy was like what the fuck is this you know and he's like this is it and he's like what did you record and he's like he's like well i don't really know how to edit videos and he's like well let me i have a guy we can do this stuff and he goes and like the guy that had like a disease basically like a disease from doing this he literally had like a room an entire room full of little cases, full of like these little HD tapes where you just record it, throw the thing in there, record it, throw it in there. Not even label it, not even put a date, just like record, throw it in. Because he had an addiction just to recording and filming and documenting it. And so when they're editing it, they like there was like, it would have been 12 years it would take them to watch all this stuff and they try to pick out all the best stuff they could and like put it in there. And, and even like he was like saying, he's like, who knows what else is in there, you know? He's like, we have all this like crazy footage of which turned out to be a really cool documentary of all these people really trying to push their art and stuff like that, but on the street. And he's like, you know, them hopping on buildings and doing stuff. And it's like, there's that much footage that's just sitting there that they can't even get through because it's barely like labeled, marked and stuff. Just imagine that 10, 12 years of like people, just like say the, in the old archive, like testing footage for Nazis or whatever, or like say, they're just even kind of like protocol footage and stuff. How do we do this? Well, if we make a protocol start filming it just like funneling them in like wrangling them up even like i imagine there's got to be stuff like that in like armenia and shit like even more recent times you know Mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure there are but i think the main thing about that video on netflix is i feel like it opened up a veil because like even like you were talking about the uh world war ii and hd or whatever Mm -hmm. like they glorify war in that like you're either one team or you're the other, and it's like there's well, the Panzer Shrek versus the you know the U.S. Yeah, Access versus Allies. Yeah, Call but, of Duty, you know. Yeah, and they don't and they glorify you know it doesn't matter what team you're on, you're just fighting. It's a war. It's glorious. But then when you watch something like that, it's it's an eye opener to like holy shit! Like one side was totally fucking evil. Like it's one thing when you're playing it in a video game and you're the Axis and they're the Allies, but when you watch a documentary that like shows you what the access were doing, then you're like, mm. yeah. Imagine that if a video game had the Nazis have make you uh, take a few, you know, a couple hundred thousand Jews into camp. The thing is, is in that documentary, most of them were Russians. 
Most of the people in the concentration camps were Russians or Poles. Uh, Jews? Or were they just like... Rush, ethnic Russians and Polish people. Were they still Jewish people from there? Or I don't no? think so. I think they were just Russians. Because hmm. like they, they talk about like the, the director, he or whoever is like the guy talking, he talked about who's in the camp and like how many people. Like roughly... And then, like, it's crazy, dude. And, like, mad respect for the U.S. Mad. Like, the crazy, like, there's one, one point where they, like, came into the camp and they captured, like, a bunch of, like, the guards and shit. And he's like, and at this point, you know, the military police put them in the shed with, like, all these other, like, corpses just so they would know what it's like. They just, like, threw them in there and, like, locked the door. It's like, you guys go in there, hang out. It's like they're straight evil. I wonder if they imagine that. I feel like they maybe had been like desensitized to it or something. No, they weren't. They didn't want to go in there. The their military police were like dragging them in. They didn't want to go in. Like torture, throw them in there. Get in there, bitch. It's not like they were like hurting them or anything. They were just like, you got to stay in the room. Like you're gonna you're gonna hang out in here while we talk outside. Because it's like you're in charge of this shit, and. Fucking open my eyes and lifted like a curtain of the bubble, I guess. What's it called? It's the Nazi concentration camps. Concentration camps or something like that. It's just on uh, Netflix. But if honestly, if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I really want to go watch it. Strong warning. Because there's shit in there. Nothing is blurred out. Nothing. Here's an extra strong warning. Don't Netflix and chill to that one. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. It'll ruin everything. Yeah, it'll, make... it'll kill the vibe. So some of those documentaries are. You're just like, what it's, the fuck? It, it was one of those where you're like, I want to look away, but you can't. And then I felt like whoever was editing it sometimes like just kept the camera in one spot a little far too long. Mm. Where it's like just... They got to exaggerate it make that point. Dude. They were probably just fucking shell shocked looking at it, you know, just like it was bad. Uh, oh shit! Probably some of the, dude. Some of that shit looks like it's out of a horror movie, like real life horror movie. It's like, really better than a horror movie. If horror movies don't even do anything for me now, unless they like jump out at you, then they like scare me. But yeah, this isn't even that the, shit. You're like, whoa. This is just like watching other people like. Dragging people out of the dirt that they've been sitting in there for like months—it's terrible. It's weird. It like it's got—it makes you feel weird because you're just sitting there watching something. You kind of get uncomfortable because you know your natural human instinct would probably be like, "Oh shoot, get a, you know, get a band aid." But you're like not there. It's too late. You're seeing it. You're like, "Oh, the dude, nothing can happen." You're kind of like, "Oh, so the crazy." Body, you get uncomfortable. You're like, Ugh. "The crazy thing is like how um, manly some of the soldiers were." Like. The dude, he's just sitting there. He's got, like, imagine, like, a little toothpick in his mouth. And he's got a notepad. And these, like, villager prisoners, they're, like, dragging people or, like, dead people around. And with their bare hands, by the way. The people have been sitting in the ground for, like, months. They're, like, dragging them around with bare hands. And this Marine's just standing there, like, fucking ankle-deep mud. I'm pretty sure it stinks really bad there. And he's sitting there chewing on his toothpick. Like, I can't even eat, like... I can't chew on a toothpick if someone burps by me. And he's sitting there, like, chewing on his toothpick, like, writing people's names down, like, who they were and what they are. He's just like, whatever, dude. It's another day in the life. 
being a Marine. You don't got to smoke? Yeah, dude, <laughs> basically. I bet he probably would have been like, here. Chilling there. It's like freaking that Deadpool ad where he's like freaking laying on the guy's body eating ice cream. It's like, <laughs> but dude, it's highly recommended. Five stars. Oh, well, I'd like to check it out. Well, I mean, geez, we can end it on a depressing note. It was kind of sad, but good informational. I don't think it's depressing. It's eye-opening. It is eye-opening, but it sucks, dude. It's just like, damn. At least they got there in time to save some people, right? Yeah. No, there was a lot of people that got saved in time. Like, a lot of them. Really, today, the oldest lady died or whatever. 117. She was in the 18-something or whatever. So everyone alive now has all been born in the 19-somethings. That was like one of the like cheering things about it is uh, seeing the people who were rescued and like the joy they were expressing where it was like the guy's like, yeah, he's like, I didn't think I'd make it another day. And then you see he's just like the cameraman comes walking in the corner and everyone's like holding their hands up like old Slavic people do. And they're like, thank you, you know, and like they're just praising these like soldiers that are coming in and giving everybody soup. But it's like. And everybody's got smiles on their faces, even though, like, they all you see is, like, skin and skull. Yeah. But they've all got smiles on their faces, and you're just like, damn, dude. It's like skeleton. Like, they're super happy. And it's like, there's even, they do an interview with uh, a U.S. soldier who, uh, like, a captain who got captured. And he's like, they're like, so, well, what do they do? And he, like, describes what they did to people and how they killed people. And he's like, there's seven main ways of uh, executing us here at the camp. And he's like... In my hand, I hold he's like two uh, dog tags from two other officers who were here with me. He's like, one was a naval officer and one was an Air Force officer. And he's like, this guy, they killed him by doing this. And this guy, they killed him by doing that. He's like, it was my turn in a week. He's like, thank goodness, you know, the 106th Tank Battalion came through and saved us. And he's like, just holding their dog tags. And he's like, they didn't make it. Damn. But... This crazy shit, though. I know. I want to check that out now. So I'm going to have to go watch it. It's good. Give you nightmares, though, for sure. So I'm there. Check it don't out. Don't blink. Don't look. Don't watch. Don't miss it. Boop, boop. But as always, yeah, thanks for listening. You can always get your Banff Beard Oils, man. That's the only thing we got. Or the, even the lift code. You, If you want to ride lift, you can just do Brick Brick. And you'll get your first ride up to $15 off for free. So you can use the code. You can also go to BrickAnderson.com and use Lost Minds code, buy some beard oils, get smelling good, get your free ride on the way back from getting plastered, picking up guys, girls, whatever you want. I don't know. But yeah, man. Then you can find me, Brick Brick, anything. Find me in the yellow pages. <laughs> <laughs> that works got a yellow pages. I don't really have anything yet, but... Uh... Yeah. Twitch. Find me at Lost Minds. Lost Minds. Thank you. Thanks again for listening, and be sure to check us out on everything Lost Minds. You can go to Lost Minds on SoundCloud. You can go to Lost Minds on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, um, pretty much anywhere out in the web. We're working on it. You can find us. Uh, be sure to use the code Lost Minds for any of your Banff beard oils. You can go there, get 25% off, and save a little cash while you straighten up your ugly-looking face. And you can also use the code BrickBrick801 and save yourself a little bit of cash when you use your first ride lift 
So go ahead and check any of that stuff out. And thanks again for listening.